0: Brewers 360, sponsored by Imperial Service Systems at New Mail Medical Center. We are joined live by the Journal Sentinel's esteemed Brewers baseball beat writer Tom Hardercourt. Tom, long-time baseball fan, and after, you know, I, I know that what we've seen out of the Brewers starting rotation has really been impressive in terms of handcuffing the opposition's lineup, but it's a lot of fun watching baseball where the ball's in play. <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean, has a team's narrative from early in the season ever changed more over two games? <laughs> the Brewers' narrative changed Saturday. It's like, this team can't score. This team can't score. This team can't score. Oops, nine runs. Oops, nine runs again.
2: <laughs> Tom, which hot bat do you think is most sustainable over the course of the season? I know Avi Garcia had a huge weekend. Travis Shaw is hitting the ball well. Who do you think ultimately will be able to, to not just make this a weekend thing, but a season-long thing?
1: Well, those two guys, you know, have good track records up to one year. Travis Shaw's year was 2019, and Avi Garcia's year was 2020, which, you know, I think we all agree was a weird deal with the 60 game pandemic season. Almost every hitter on the team struggled last year, and throughout baseball as well, that we saw that happening. So I think those guys, if they just performed to normal, um, and normal being before they had their really bad years. You know, Shaw, I don't know if he'll ever hit 32 homers and drive in 100 runs again, but I mean he's got some pop and he's off to a good start. Really so, good start. Uh, yeah, go yeah, ahead, Tim. yeah. So, so we'll see. You know, they suffered a loss over the weekend with Colton Wong, and and that hurt. But they, you know, they think they have decent depth. And on, you know, now we'll see how bad Yelich's back is. Um, you know, Christian Yelich. Left yesterday's game with back stiffness, and as you guys know, we've seen that before, and it often has made him miss some games. He has what I would just call kind of a trick back that acts up from time to time. So we'll see you know, if that's a bigger hiccup than it appeared yesterday. But uh, you know, hitting's all about confidence, and, and all of a sudden their confidence just took a 180-degree turn in those two games.
2: All right, Tom, help Gene and I understand what the heck happened on Daniel Robertson's uh, ground rule double on Saturday afternoon. I've never seen a baseball behave that way.
1: Well, the umpires didn't know what to do about it, so they made up a ground rule, is my opinion. <laughs> Something about bouncing off of a short wall and then going over a tall wall is what the way the rule read. Well, it was the same wall. <laughs> that wall be both short and tall. Um, I'll tell you one thing, it defied the rules of physics. Isaac Newton is somewhere underground scratching his head. You know, How does a ball hit off of the middle of the fence and then go the other way, over the fence?
0: Yeah, seeing it as it happened, uh, the ball hits a ledge in the wall. There's like a screen cut into the wall so the bullpen right. players can right. see onto the field. So it hits right. this little two-, three-inch ledge, and you'd think it would bounce back onto the field. Correct. That would be basic physics from what I remember from high school. Right. Instead, it bounces up and goes over the wall, in
2: the it's other like, direction. Yeah,
1: it's like JFK yeah. magic
2: bullet stuff. Yeah, it was some Harry Potter nonsense. Tom. <laughs>
1: well, uh, having just you know the, played the Masters, it's like those shots when the guys they check up on the green. You know, <laughs> my ball used to just keep going, go over the sand trap, and off into another road somewhere. You know, these guys can make them check up, but that was weird. That was a weird game because we saw a guy coming down the third baseline get hit by a ball in what was ruled fair territory, and he was out. And you don't ever see that. They tell those guys, stay in foul territory. Do not let the ball hit you in fair territory. And yet that happened, too.
0: Yep, there's a reason for everything. I mean, I had to dust off my knowledge of what the double play is. I tweeted, you know, how come Keston Harris throwing that game wasn't an error? Well, there you can't assume a double play. And he launched right. the ball into left field, and the runner didn't advance. So, again, you know, we're all learning.
1: We never understood that you can't assume a double play. Why can't you? I'm assuming that was a double play. Don't tell me I can't assume that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the Journal said no stop. Hard record joining us live on Brewers 360 on WTMJ. Cubs kind of off to a middling start. They dropped two or three to a Pirates team that doesn't look to be world beaters. So, But again, it's yeah. such a small sample set. What can we expect out of the Cubs this series?
1: yeah I know who 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 knows will the Brewers keep hitting? You know they just faced some of the same pitchers in Chicago and struggled, but that was the struggling Brewers offense, not the last 48 hours Brewers offense, you know, so you're not supposed to be able to carry momentum from game to game because the pitchers decide everything, and you could be a really hot team and if that pitcher's on that night, he can cool you off. but it did seem to carry over from Saturday to Sunday, so uh, we'll see if they can keep it going.
2: Tom, last thing for you. you going to uh, make some friends and snag a broad on the walk into the ballpark tonight or what?
1: <laughs> I wonder how many people just won't make it into the game. They'll just say, this tailgating, we have missed so much, we're just cooking for three hours.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Tom Harder, of the Journal Sentinel, joins us every Monday on Brewers 360 on WTMJ. Thanks for the insight and the laughs.
1: All right, guys. You guys have a good week.
0: You too. Take care.